Obey all day podcast here. Happy Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Getting the band back together. I hear Looney is exercising his option to return to the Warriors at $5 million. That is awesome. That is the first good news anyone has heard from the Warriors since they got beat out of the play in game. Womp womp. But uh, there's a lot of speculation out there that uh, James Wiseman is going to be traded for Pascal Siakam. Yes, that Pascal Siakam that helped beat the Warriors in the 2019 finals. So we shall see. Apparently, the vibe around the building is that the Warriors want someone that they can help win now if not now within the next two or three years maybe and uh there's speculation out there that uh james weisman his progression will take longer than that of steph curry draymond green and clay thompson being together uh with their final remaining years so we shall see this is a this is a Initial domino, that is good news. So exciting. Um, got some sound from Deuce and Mo, our, uh, our little brothers up there in Sacramento, Sacramento Kings. Got some sound for this group talking about uh, when might there be a female head coach in the NBA since Jason Kidd and Chauncey Billups are now getting chances to coach Billups and Portland and Jason Kidd back with the Mavericks so Deuce and Mo bring up the question good question when might a female be coach in the NBA next why do you think we're not to the point where an organization is not taking that step look look how slowly our world is working as just how society works deuce how people are now just taking the step after huge protests and um people coming out with a lot of things being like oh yeah we gotta make our uh, staff more diverse that's actually a good idea yeah. and guess what i'm I, I don't i'm glad that a lot of those people in charge are having those realizations it's great it sucks that it took all the way to 2021 to have some of those moves make some moves and now in the nba which has been run by men for so damn since the beginning of time yeah it's like each step you get closer but it just doesn't mean it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a year of like the women putting voices out there and protesting and doing whatever they need to do. And then finally an organization can be like, Hey, this could, this could be a really good PR move. Let's do it. And then really ends up being the best move ever because women are badass and actually know how to run shit. I also think fans and people are seeing it more and more often now with all these issues that 
face our world that have been problems for a long time, yeah. but now we're like finally to the point where, oh, we can talk about these things. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. And I, I think what people are starting to realize is, oh, there is a lot of box checking done. Yes. Not only in sports, but with companies. Like, absolutely. You know, these companies Pride who. Pride Month? Pride oh Month, but then God. like they're donating to causes that go against. Yes. What Pride Month represents, or but they have know, a rainbow on their brand, right, 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 so right. Everyone buys their shit. Yeah, we put a rainbow logo out. Will you buy it? Like that's the type of stuff. And and now with like Becky, like at, at first you you want to you read that headline, you go Becky Hammond, a finalist for Portland. You're like, yeah, that's worth celebrating. You go, no, it's not. Wait, she's been an assistant coach in the yeah. league for how long? Now? Good sound from Adi Mo. They bring up some very good points. Just because you're a Sacramento fan doesn't mean you're dumb. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> uh, love listening to a decent man when I can. They uh, bring up some very good points. Like I said, I don't know why you know, female coach isn't in the NBA. Um, there's some good female coaches out there. Becky Hammond, like they mentioned, is a very good one. And uh, we all know Chauncey Billups ended up getting that position uh, for the Blazers. But uh, hopefully uh, we see a female coach. Here and there. It's not so bad. Won't be so bad. Tight end University. George Kittle. Fucking shit up. Got some sound from Tight End University. The George Kittle. Uh it's amazing. <laughs> Every time I see this uh sound and video, I'm so jealous. I want to go to Tight End University. I went to the wrong school. UC Davis was the wrong choice. Should have went to uh Tight End U. So uh, here's some sound from uh, George Kittle and the folks at Tight End University. Forty-nine tight ends in attendance. This is the ultimate conference, right? We're here because doctors and, and, and scientists and everybody, everybody that's really out here trying to make this world better has conferences to make sure that we're all doing the right things. Let's make this the ultimate tight end conference to make this position go expand beyond what it is right now. Great sound from Kittle. I like what he's doing, man. Getting all these tight ends from the NFL together and uh, making tight ends a thing again, man. Tight ends are real people, too. Oh, man. Got some more sound from Kittle, too. Uh, Showing off his bling, Levi's jacket, and all his cool wear. Thought I'd play that for people, too. It's pretty awesome. He's trying out his uh, cool Levi jacket that he was talking about. Nothing uh, like listening to those boys have some fun. Super awesome. I can't wait. You know, actually, I like Travis Kelsey. Uh, I'm not too happy the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, but uh, that, that guy's all right in my book. That guy's all right. That guy is all right. Uh, I guess Mike Boginchi and Dakota Shipley. 
Went to the Giants game against the Dodgers. And uh, someone's got some video of them acting hella crazy. Hella singing to the sing-along in L.A. Uh, thought it'd be hella funny. So, uh, let me play that for everyone. Here we go. <laughs> the best sound is some Dakota, dude. He's uh, letting everyone know on IG Live that he's on the team, too. Dakota Shipley. That guy's awesome. He's like, I'm on the team, too. Hey, guys. Hey. 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 Hey, guys. I'm here, too. <laughs> if you want a picture of me, I play in the NFL. I'm on the team. I'm on the team. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is so awesome. Um, Garrett Richard. Garrett Richards. Boston Red Sox pitcher. Talking about the whole substance thing and uh, learning how to pitch again. It's all kind of funny. All these uh, baseball pitchers caught cheating. And now they forgot how to pitch or can't pitch. So, uh. Here's some sound uh, from this guy from the Boston Red Sox talking about the substance issue going on with pitchers and baseball. Throw a changeup now. I learned that this week on about three days. And then uh, now I'm throwing a curveball at about 60 miles an hour, which is different for me. Um, just trying to figure out how to pitch again, man. Uh, you know, stay in the zone, be competitive, give us a chance to win. It's my only, that's the only thing I care about. Eric, it seemed like you were uh, throwing a little bit more in that two-seamer, too, than I know you used in the past to sort of stray away from last year. Was that something that you're also trying to um, work more on? <clears throat> yeah, it's not a sinker. It's a, it's a change-up. It's like a split change-up. So this is just a pitch that I learned literally four days ago. Have you, have you this week worked on that really slow curveball, or was that something you kind of developed on the fly tonight? That just happened tonight. I mean, you know, this outing was kind of bonkers in terms of, like, being one in which you're adapting and throwing. Have you ever had an outing where you've experimented this much um, and where you've tried this much new stuff? No, I've never had to make this kind of change uh, in my whole career. So I'm just trying to make the best of it. And like I said, give us a chance to win. Anything else, guys? Yeah, just uh, one more quick question. Uh, I think it was after that first inning you got... The camera showed you kind of stuck your arm in, the, in ice, and normally that's something guys obviously do after games. So what was, did that, was that just something, because it was so hot out tonight, or what, did that help you at all? Or? I just, I need to stop sweating. That's, if I can stop sweating, everything will be fine. But <clears throat> I'm a guy that sweats a whole lot. So uh, just trying to work around, you know, the, the new rules and things that we have right now. Um, trying to figure out different ways for me to be successful. You know, that was what was asked of us to do. And so that's what I'm trying to. Wow. Sound is crazy. 
So pitchers are forgotten to pitch, I guess, or they can't pitch when they're so sweaty and they need extra grip on the ball. I don't know what's going on, but it uh, seems like this crackdown of baseball is getting a little bit nuts. This is definitely going to affect the run to the postseason and the postseason for sure. Uh, pitchers aren't going to be able to uh, cheat or uh, doctor the baseball like they used to. Tough game for the Giants last night, man. Talkman was fucking safe. You hear that, people? Talkman safe at second. And Angel Hernandez. You can go grab some pine meat. That strike zone yesterday was bullshit. Bullshit. But whatever. Crawford uh, don't need a strike, uh, a shitty strike zone to uh, kill a fucking homer out of Dodger ballpark. So he got some sound of, of that. Crawford is crushing it. Dodgers blow. Here we go. Home run call. So now Crawford leads off against Trevor Bauer. Giants have some work to do. They trail 3-1. Crawford maybe started that work. Deep center field and gone way out of here. Wow, what a home run, Brandon Crawford. And the Giants are back to within one. His 17th of the year, 444 feet. That's one of the biggest home runs I think I've ever seen Crawford hit. Oh, man. You talk about... Crawford with the foe, foe, foe. At <laughs> a weak-ass Dodger ballpark. And it's awesome. So uh, who doesn't love seeing Crawford hit dingers? I don't know, but it ain't me. I love it. Uh, along with that game, Trevor Bauer. That guy's a tool now. I don't know what's up with that guy, but uh, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, but uh, since he's not allowed to cheat... He's had some real good uh, attitude coming off the mound. Got some sound here of uh, him having his hand held <laughs> as they're checking his glove during the Giants game last night. It's a pretty funny sound. Here we go. Umpire's checked to Trevor Bauer coming off the field. Hit there. Said, let me see his glove. Look at it. Looked at his hand. Then he looked at his hand. And we haven't seen... Hands looked at very often. And this is uh, Angel Hernandez really going and giving a very thorough check of his hand. That's the first time we've seen that. So Trevor Bauer must be a fucking cheater. Or someone snitching on him. Because uh, he must like to uh, stick his sticky stuff on his hands there to help him cheat. Yeah, pretty crazy. I uh, got some sound from the MLB. A's like to have fun. I'm sure everyone already knew that though. Here's uh, some sound of Manaya and the gang having some fun during a chappy home run. And away we go. Matt Chapman, a nine-game streak right now. 2-2, Chapman swings. He tees this one up. Take a long look at that one. Chapman making dreams come true, even for the A's baseball players. Ain't it grand? Uh, back uh, talking about pitching and doctoring baseballs. Got some sound here from Dallas Braden. 
If you're going to listen to anyone in baseball talk about what's going on with pitching, let it be Dallas Braden. This guy speaks uh, hot fire and truth regarding the matter. So I'd play some sound uh, from the Dallas Braden talking about doctoring baseballs, rosin, and pitchers being caught. We got some unpacking to do, don't we, fans? Yeah, look, they're saying that the suspension is coming because you can't have rosin in the glove. Can't have rosin on the glove. Can't have any of that business on the leather. All right, well, let's just think about this. We apply rosin where? To the arm. Sorry about it. We apply rosin to the arm, forearm, okay? Sorry about the vasculation. And when we sweat, what happens? Well, things drip down. And when you're walking around like this as a pitcher, that's what's going to drip down your arm and right down in there into your glove. You're going to squeeze the glove, catching the ball back from the catcher after all the punchies, right? So if you're getting suspended for having rosin in your glove, but rosin is the only thing that you can use to put on your arm, so that you don't sweat into your glove, and Rosin's the only thing that you can use to get a grip on the baseball, where exactly would you have this individual apply the Rosin? To their throwing arm? So that they can take their glove off and grab the Rosin with their glove hand? And then what? Apply that to their hand? And then what? Put their hand back in their glove? And then what? Get suspended for having Rosin in their glove again? What? are we doing what are we doing what are we doing baseball what are we doing as dallas braden said i have no idea but this is the content i'm here for i am just here as a spectator it's kind of fun watching the pitchers come off the field and get their gloves checked anyway uh it's like uh having a school test and teacher can hella see everyone's heads are up and uh, or down, <laughs> up or down. And you get called out for cheating. Hey, Brian, I see you cheating looking at uh, so-and-so's paper. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, yes, you are. That's basically what's going on with baseball. Uh, baseball is the test. Everyone's heads are supposed to be down. But uh, we got people here doctoring shit looking around. Anyone see this uh, rosin or a pine tar or sunscreen on my belt, on my arm? No, we're good? Okay. But no. Now we have a a big badass teacher in the room known as an MLB umpire. And he is looking around everywhere. And if you get caught cheating, you get that automatic F. Zero motherfucking tolerance. I guess they had to do it. Did they? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It just, just seems like a big witch hunt. Why? Where was this concern with steroids back in like the two thousands when everyone was juicing and uh, lying to Congress, jacking seventy home runs? <laughs> Hello, funny. We shall see. This is very interesting, though, people. I cannot wait to see what happens. Trey Young out tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. It's not looking good. Caw-caw for the Hawks. 
But it doesn't matter who comes out the East anyway, baby. We all know what's going to happen. They're going to get burnt from them Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Rally in the Valley, people. Rally in the Valley. Um, Yeah, just uh, hopefully they could uh, do away with them LA Clippers. Anything I hate more than the LA Lakers, it's the LA Clippers, especially in the NBA. Um, so, uh, got some Colin Cowherd sound here with Joy Taylor. They're actually talking about who is an actual number one in the NBA these days. So, I don't know if anyone's seen Paul George's output these playoffs, but they're ridiculous. So, uh, who is a number one in the NBA these days? Let's let them discuss. It's not that Paul's not a great player. It's not that he's not a leader. It's not that he has the, doesn't have the capability of greatness because we've, we've seen it. But it's the consistency that I think separates you from the, the rest of the team and the rest of the league. So maybe there's not actually that many true ones in the league. Six. Like LeBron, Durant, Kevin Durant Curry, Steph Curry, Dame. Dame. I mean, once you start getting down the list, like then you start seeing some holes in in games, and then that does that make you an actual one? So really, like it's defining what a one it one truly is, and maybe there just aren't really that many of them. Because I would say Kawhi is a one, but Kawhi is also injured a lot. A so does lot. that where does that put like, him? Like I don't overall? think I don't I would never build a franchise around Kyrie Irving, though I think he's brilliant. But I would never build a franchise around him, so therefore he's not a one. I would build one around Durant. Right. You build, sure. you build a franchise around Steph Curry? Yes. Build multiple franchises yes. around LeBron? Yes. yes. Anthony Davis? No. Because he's my, too inconsistent he's trying, with, with his body. He does. He's not committed to the game. He doesn't work as hard. I, mean, I want to be a one. I want some leadership. I want off-season. I want, I want you to be vocal. I'm not in the chill guy. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So maybe we are thinking there are more ones in the league than there really I think that's are. fair. Huh, very good points brought up by, uh, by Joy Taylor and Callan Cowherd. What is a number one? How must a number one play? And the best availability, oh, the best ability is availability, the old saying, which is ringing true with everything. No matter if uh, you're that person at Starbucks serving coffee or you're that janitor picking up poop, your best ability is availability. So Kawhi, Anthony Davis, often injured. Are they number ones? Mm. I don't know. LeBron, Curry, Durant. It's a definite yes. Devin Booker, yes. That's my dude. I like that guy. Devin Book, man. Uh, so, yeah, I've been talking about Jimmy G a lot lately, and it's still the topic of conversation. I just want to give a shout-out to uh, the homie Jesse Naylor. Uh, he's actually a good writer. Uh, provide some... Uh, Good points. Um, I just don't agree with uh, them equaling Jimmy G's demise or departure. So uh, I got to give uh, him one or two more years just because he tore the ACL, got hurt last year. Um, so you can't get those years back. And the years he has been healthy, he's been more than mediocre. So, uh, real Niner fans out there, the faithful, they call it. They call them. They call us. So, what does faithful mean? I hope it means being faithful to your starting quarterback, 
Right now, Jimmy G is our starting quarterback. Um, but uh, homie Jesse, man, if uh, if a Trey Lance is a week one starter, you'll be the first motherfucker I could take out to uh, lunch or dinner. How about Morton's, buddy? Morton's on me. You can get the porterhouse. <laughs> but for real, though, man, uh, people got to quit the Jimmy G slander. This guy's all right. It's good looking, too. <laughs> All right, then, everybody. Have a good rest of the week. Go Giants. A's opening night tonight. Full capacity. I'm all for it. Everyone have a great time tonight. Food trucks are back. Stomper is back. Oh, man. I'm headed that way tomorrow to check it out. Check it out. So until then, everybody, you know what time it is. But before then, you got to uh, mask up, sanitize up, get the vaccine if you want. If you don't, I understand. But everybody, until then, you know what to do. Safety dance. Uh, yeah. Safety dance. Somebody stop me. Safety dance. Uh, till tomorrow, everybody. Safety dance. Dance, yes, it's safe to dance. Well, it's safe to dance. Well, it's safe to dance. Yes, it's safe to dance. It's safe to dance. Well, it's safe to dance.